Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, we have from Pro Football Focus, salary cap analyst Bradley Spielberger. Brad, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, uh, first, right off the bat, your thoughts on Sean Payton going to Denver, uh, where uh, you know his number one project uh, put the screwdriver and the wrench uh, in the pocket and, and try to fix Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think the Saints and Mickey Loomis did a good job here getting some compensation in return. It, it started to seem like maybe he would just wait out another year uh, and maybe their their return would be lower. But basically, they recouped. The, uh, the trade they made with Philadelphia here. So I think from the Saints' perspective, they did a good job. Now, uh, Brad, in, in your, uh, I don't know, in your view or your perception, uh, now I take the approach. I, I know Russell Wilson had uh, a horrendous year. But I know Sean Payton. I've been around him, uh, you know, 15, 16 years. And I much rather coach uh, Russell Wilson than Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's the head case of the Cardinals – and I think, Sean, you look at because Saints fans say, oh, we could have got more compensation from the Cardinals. But, just, Sean, everybody has to work that out, and he has to want to go there. So I think Denver was more attractive than the Cardinals for him. So I agree with you. I think between the two, probably neither a great option for him, um, but I think he would rather go to Denver. Uh, yeah, I think Russell Wilson is at least coachable. Um, you know, I, obviously he's had some kind of issues with Pete Carroll and stuff as well, but I think now he's probably been humbled to a degree, and I'm sure he'll just do whatever Sean Payton says. The second piece, though, for Payton and for Arizona, I'm not sure I agree with fans saying that Arizona would give him more because Denver's able to pay Payton his contract, which will probably be, you know, $20 million plus dollars per year. I think if Arizona had to do that, they would have said, hey, we're not really willing to give up that many draft picks because we also have to pay this guy a ton of money, whereas, you know, Denver with their Walmart money can do whatever they want. Yeah, Brad, I, I think, Great you know, point. some people always say, oh, man, uh, uh, all the owners are playing with the same amount of money. Come on, you're not paying attention in sports. Uh, there is a salary cap that you have to put, but not all owners are playing with the same amount of money when you're talking about coaches, assistant coaches. There ain't no salary cap on that. And, and I do know it does make a difference how much money's in your pocket. 
So the stuff about all <laughs> yeah. owners are the same, man. That uh, you you way out of left field with that one. Well, and, and you know, Brad, like Mike saying, uh, I was reading uh, Forbes. I think we all look at Forbes that Rob Walton's worth like sixty-one billion. Uh, you know, we are static like Miss Gale. Uh, I think she's the richest person in Louisiana. Mike, I don't know what is she worth, like four billion, three or four billion, something like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, come on. And uh, Rob Walton, like sixty-one billion. Then you look—he's not even the CEO. His brother-in-law, Greg Pinner, is. I mean, think about that. So hey, it's all a family affair. It's all family money. It's all family money. And the funny thing is, Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Los Angeles Rams, his wife is also part of that family. Right. So, so that's why they're, you know, so aggressive in spending. And now, look, it, it's a secret that, of course, you know, and the NFL doesn't want fans to think that way. Also, credit to Gail because she is willing to spend more than any other owner, uh, regardless of her financial standing. But, yes, it, it is not an even playing field, no. especially with some of these teams that are, you know, owned by families that are legacies like the Raiders and, you know, Bears. But they have no money outside of the team. They just own the team. Now, uh, Brad, what about this? I, and, you know, we've always pushed the pencil, uh, so to speak, down the road with Mickey because we were never truly rebuilding. We've got to win now. We've got to win now. We had Drew Brees. And still looking with Mickey Loomis in the roster. I was looking at estimated 2023 cap space uh, that the Saints are dead last. Uh, we minus 57 million. <laughs> well, it's better than the hundred something million of a year ago. <laughs> but uh, I'm just looking at that. Like, for instance, like the Bears are number one, they uh, plus like 98 million. Look within the NFC South, uh, Atlanta uh, plus 56 million. Uh, I want you to elaborate that and educate me because I'm looking at the Saints minus. Fifty-seven million. That's all. Like uh, it says, reserve or future contracts. Okay, not is, yet included. is that with the original initial from the sixteen extra million that was added? Uh, I, I don't know. I got Those this. Numbers. I got this from uh, Sport Track. Okay, when did I you mean, get that? Uh, from Steve Gell, our producer. Okay, okay. So I, you know, Mike, you know, I don't, I don't make up. Yeah, this yeah, kind no, of no, stuff. no, no. I, I know uh, you no, didn't I, make I, it up. But Brad, what, what difference yeah. did it make? Because I think that number, salary cap wise, it was a little higher than what people estimated it to be when they came out with that yesterday. Well, you, I got I got to get this plug in now. So there's another website called overthecap.com which is a better, okay. better website for for the salary cap and we had it uh, uh, we had it projected at 225 million. So all of our numbers barely had to change. The salary cap came out at 224.8. Right. Um, but yeah, regardless, the Saints are about 60 million dollars over that cap like you said. It's been worse in years past. This is kind of their M.O. is to push the cap down the line and deal with it later. I think it was very notable, though, for Mickey Loomis to come out and say, we're trying to get back towards the middle, I think was the quote he had, and try to balance the books a little bit, um, which is probably why you'll see, you know, Michael Thomas is going to be gone here soon, but make a couple other moves, probably Jameis Winston, if I had to guess. Um, But, you know, the draft picks are also a huge part of this in the Sean Payton trade. You know, being able to bring in young talent on cheap deals you know, it's kind of how you combat this this whole salary cap situation. Well, but uh, you got to yeah. make those picks work, Brad. Yeah, we, yeah, Bob yeah. and I talk about this. Man, you can have all the picks in the world. If you don't pick the right players, you, you know, you're spinning your wheels uh, with this. And I think that's the key uh, come draft time is to make sure, because we've had a couple first, second round picks here that have really done nothing. Uh, you got Peyton Turner, who's been sort of in the witness protection agency well, 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 uh, for the last two well, years. Well, they don't play. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, when are they available? Well, the hell when they well, but when are they well? I mean, and then Davenport, when he was even available, look what they gave up Davenport. He had half a sack. Uh, I mean, it's like all of a sudden we don't pay Trey Hendrickson. He, and he's and Davenport 
doesn't and, work and, out. And, and then you look at Carl Grandison. Uh, now, all of a sudden, he's up and coming. I don't know. You got all these picks, but you still got to pick the right yeah. player. And, and Brad, Carl Grandison's a guy that I think somebody's going to pay him. He's, he's a very talented young man, and he can really get off the edge. And he's gotten bigger in, in helping run support. Yeah, no, so so the first point, yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, kind of talking about this cap situation, and everyone, every Saints fan said, oh, yeah, but Jeff Ireland and Mickey Lewis haven't had a bad draft pick in years. <laughs> and I said, you know what, there's never been a team in the history of the NFL that has always been able to continually nail it in the draft. You know, eventually they're going to have some bad picks, and, yep. and here we are. But, yeah, Granderson's a great player. He, he graded above 80 for us, um, both a good run defender, good edge setter, and has some juice now. I think he's getting better as an actual pass rusher. I agree. I think he's a really ascending good young talent uh, that could get paid here in the near future, but thankfully not this offseason for, you know, for the Saints. Now, uh, Brad, what is your take? Because, uh, you know, you push it down the road like the salary cap. Uh, they, they pushed it down the road, that being the NFL, with Alvin Kamara's suspension. And we also uh, uh, we all saw the video. I mean, uh, how could he not get suspended? I don't know for six games. I'm just saying six. It might be eight. I don't know what's going to happen. They even talk about in Las Vegas with the DA and how strict they could be. You might even be going to jail. And now I don't think that will uh, come about uh, because the longer this stretches out. But when you look at like the Saints dealing a player like Alvin Kamara, Sean Payton found Alvin Kamara in Tennessee, and he's very proud of that. So could you see maybe Alvin Kamara and the Saints and, and Mickey Loomis and Sean uh, uh, still uh, working out deals behind the scenes? He even made a joke when he was on TV early, and I think it was in September, and then all of a sudden with Taysom Hill had a couple outstanding games. Uh, and you know, he's saying, oh, what are you paying him per snap? Uh, if you don't want him, send him my way in the future. <laughs> so what you take like on like maybe like a Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, I think they're going to cut Michael Thomas. But all I know is Michael Thomas as a player, you always remember this, as a player, boy, when, when, was, I, when was I outstanding? It was in a Sean Payton offense. I was NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so but, comment on like Michael Thomas, yeah, Alvin Kamara, and then Taysom Hill, maybe uh, Sean looking at those type players. Your thoughts mostly, uh, too, on, on Thomas, on uh, because of the deal they worked out and kind of how that benefits the Saints short term, but it really benefits Michael Thomas long term because he's going to play somewhere else. Yep. So the first point, look, I think Sean Payton definitely is one of those guys. You've seen it in New Orleans where guys will go elsewhere and then find their way back to play for Sean Payton again because, you know, like Bob said, they had their best seasons. Um, you know, in New Orleans, why would they? You know, they know he's going to make them successful in his offense. Kamara is going to be tough to trade, like you said, because of the suspension. You know, how do you how do you get a team to sign on and give you get big draft capital if he might be out for you know six to eight games? But I think Thomas is super interesting. I think Taysom's super interesting too. If they want to move Taysom Hill, I'm sure that Sean Payton would say, "Hey, look, Russ. You know, Taysom is the is, is very different than you. He, he is you know his skill set is polar opposite from you. It'd be a fun, cool kind of two quarterback system." You know, Denver doesn't have a pricey tight end in their roster. They traded away Noah Fant in that Russell Wilson trade, their former first-round pick. So, yeah, I, I think Peyton will definitely be bringing some of his old friends back to Denver. The other thing is uh, kicking this down the road a little bit with Marcus Davenport and David Onyemana. You you bought a little bit of time, and certainly some of that is to probably try to re-sign them. Because if you were going to try to re-sign them, you wouldn't have done this. Uh, as far as extended back uh, a little bit. Anyamata 
would seem to be the, the one guy you would really want to keep out of the two here. Because of his play in the middle, it's, it's sometimes has been erratic, but at least he's available. I agree with you. I agree with you. So, yes, yeah, so the first point you do, you, you in theory – with these void years that have that has that cap money pushed into it, it's because you would say, hey, well, we'll try and extend him, and that way we'll just fill those years out with real contract years, and it won't be this huge penalty that all hits in 2023. Um, and I do agree. I, I think, obviously, we've talked about some of the young players they have on the edge. They don't have a ton. You know, I, I think Shai Tuttle and some of the guys in the interior are okay players, but I think Animata when he's not, you know, come up to suspension, was a really, really good player for the two years before that. Yes, he and was. I think he got better. Yeah, he got better as the year went on this year, too, as he got back in the fold. So I would guess he's the priority between the two. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, he's a good player that probably isn't going to break the bank now just because of his age and because, you know, coming off that suspension. Bradley, uh, your thoughts on if Marcus Davenport goes into the free agency market, what do you think a deal for him would look like? It's going to be super interesting. So, look, we had him, I want to say, 25th on our free agent board. And then ESPN, uh, Matt Bowen, who I think does great work over at ESPN, just put out their free agent board, and he was 20th. And the big thing is there's really not much talent at edge defender, not really young talent. There's a lot of veterans that are 30-plus years old. But he's kind of the only young available player. So I would guess that a team tries to maybe do like a one-year flyer and say, hey, we'll give you one year, let's say $12 million, something like that. Come in here, prove that you can stay healthy for a full season, or at least just give us, you know, 700 snaps, not 450, and then we'll give you, you know, that bigger multi-year deal. But look, if, if a team bites, I wouldn't be surprised if you're looking at kind of like a Randy Gregory from last year. He got five years, 70 million for 14 million per year. He never had a 500 snap season in his career either. Um, and, and Devonport, you know, we we love him. He's top. Top ten for us in, in pass rush win rate and pressure rate over the last three seasons. When he when he does get on the field, he's good. Yes, this is about getting him on the field. Yeah, he's, and he's, Atlanta he's, would be a prime no, spot for him. I was saying, you look at Fonno and now uh, and now Ryan, Ryan Nielsen, Nielsen with yeah. the Falcons. Yep. Uh, that might make sense. Now, if, if, now Ryan Nielsen would have to buy in because he's in charge of the defense. No, he's been hell when he's well, uh, but when is he well? Now, uh, Brad, what is your take? Um, like. Uh, to me, I think it was not that he's the descending player. I think Sean Payne could turn Russell Wilson around. Well, what's your take on that? I mean, yeah, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was this year. I certainly do think Payne can turn around to a degree. Maybe not to the heights we saw him in right. the past, but I think the issue was Nathaniel Hackett was in a little bit over his head, the former head coach. You know, I've heard, I've talked to former players who say he is a good teacher and he has a, a high level of knowledge of offensive football. But, you know, I think the issue became being the CEO that runs the building, that's coaching the coaches, so to speak, and all those things, and then trying to scheme the offense was just simply too much for him. We know Sean Payton can do all those things. He did it for a very long time. Um, So, yeah, I I do. I don't think Russ is going to be as bad as he was. Uh, It is an interesting fit, though. I mean, Sean Payton's offense, the Drew Brees, they attack the middle of the field. It's a lot about getting the ball out very quickly. Those are things Russell Wilson has never done. He's all about – holding the ball for a long time, waiting for uh, routes to develop down the sidelines and throwing those moonshots up. So he's going to have to adapt and play a little bit different, or Sean Payton's going to have to adapt his offense, uh, which I think he can do. Uh, But, yeah, I agree with you. They're going to get him back on track at least to a degree. Now, uh, Brad, what is your take uh, looking at the Super Bowl uh, where the Eagles have not had to lean upon Jalen Hurts? Now, uh, I think his shoulder's fine. I mean, you look at the throws he's making, but – 
Uh, this is, uh, boy, you look at this day and age in modern-day football. The Eagles haven't had to lean on him when you think about it, uh, the two lopsided playoff wins. This is two games, not one game. He has only 275 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns, and then 73 yards rushing and two scores. I mean, is he going to yeah. have to be more magical to beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl? But what's your take on that? Because that just shows me the, the Eagles roster. Uh, now, you could say, well, the 49ers that have a quarterback and all that. But to me, Jalen Hurts, uh, that, that, he didn't have to do anything and they still won. But if he wins the Super Bowl, then he cashes the ticket. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no question about that. I, I do think he's going to have to do more because – Look, I mean, the Giants and then the, the Niners without a quarterback are just not very good playoff teams. If the Niners did have a quarterback, I think we would have seen a better game, and I think Hurts would have had to pass more. Um, the shoulder's interesting. I, you know, he had a nice throw to Devontae Smith, but I do think he underthrew a couple balls later in the game. There was one to Devontae Smith that was underthrown, right. one to Quez Watkins that was just underthrown down the right, right field sideline. So I think he will. I think he's going to have to do more if he wants to beat Patrick Mahomes but the, the, at the same time, though, the Eagles probably have the best offensive line in football, and I think they're going to bully the Chiefs in the trenches and really push them around, besides Chris Jones, really push them around, and they might just run the ball down their throat again. I, I would not be surprised. Brad, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We really appreciate it, and we'll keep in touch. Thank you, Brad. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you so much. Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, salary cap analyst. And, well, they do a great job of com- just combining those numbers, and their estimations are so, so close with it. Well, and so I-, I give Bradley and his staff a really, really high marks well, for that. When we, come back, uh, when we come back, James, David, Sam, we'll get right to you. Uh, we just wanted to get uh, that lot of info there from Pro Football Focus. But hang on, we'll get right to you. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.